You are listening to Fed by Ravens with Matt and Adam. All right, so last year Matt and I read the Bible in a year, mm-hmm. and we had such a great time. And what we realized was every day, almost every day, <laughs> we were having conversations about what we read, and it was amazing. So this year, our goal was not just to read the Bible in a year, but to cre- uh, to capture our conversations for mm-hmm. our own benefit, but also we'd love for, we have a lot of friends and family who don't have the opportunity to read the Bible in a year, it just can't happen, it's not time for that yet, but you could probably listen to a 20-minute podcast twice a week where you hear the story of Scripture, God's story to us, and still be caught up with everything. So that's the point of this. We just want to keep the story going, and we'll throw in a lot of cool things yeah. um, that we've learned and gathered along the way. So that's what Fed by Ravens is all about. Yes. And today we are covering days three and four of the reading. Um, all right. Yeah, sweet. Uh, so we're going to have some music to uh, help your brains connect. Every time you hear this, that's an Old Testament reading. And every time you hear uh, this, I just, here we go. That's Jesus, man. That's the New Testament. And then at the end, you'll hear our theme song for our psalm, because these are the three readings we'll do daily. This is your psalm. And so not only will these help you trigger your brain as you're driving, you'll be like, oh, we're doing Old Testament, oh, we're doing New Testament. Anyway, it's what we can bring to the uh, conversation. So we're excited to get this started. Happy New Year, and let's do it. We are doing Genesis 4, verse 17, through chapter 9, verse 17. All right. The Old Testament is, it it gets going quick. We just got through the days of creation. We got through Cain and Abel. Cain, the first two children, the first two boys, Cain kills Abel. Talked about that yesterday. But here's what happens as a result. God's plan is not stopped by murder. God continues to create a line through Seth. And then you follow the line of Seth and Cain, because Cain's still alive, wandering the earth. Mm -hmm. Cain's line produces, after you go down a little bit, a guy named Lamech. And Lamech, I call him Lamech, Matt calls him Lamech. Lamech. You'll learn that Bible names, we can say them however we want. We're totally free while reading (laughs) the Bible. It's the Hebrew language anyway. And so uh, Lamech, is how we'll say it, he ends up being like seven times worse than Cain. He ends up killing somebody out of personal vengeance, and says, bring it, man. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever God did to Cain, do to me seven times. And what you're seeing is the line of Cain is producing more violence and more murder. Mm -hmm. And you're really seeing, the the way I'm seeing it is there's two storylines, the story of the promise of God through Seth Mm -hmm. and the murder of the enemy, the enmity, which was uh, brought into the garden by the, the serpent, is finding expression through Cain's line at, at, with Lamech. And, uh, and that gets us, gets us through uh, all the way to a guy that you might know. His name is uh, Noah. Noah. And so here's Noah. Noah's uh, name actually means, it literally means... Um, relief. Relief. Out of the ground that the Lord has cursed, this one shall bring us relief from our work and our painful toil of our hands. So the idea we're thinking here and in the Bible is Adam 
new probably Noah's dad. Mm -hmm. Adam has been around for 930 years, and people remember the story firsthand that the earth has been cursed, mm -hmm. and they've been waiting for every generation, every child born. Maybe this will be the seed of the woman that will get us back into being complete with God. And so Noah's name reflects that. He's going to bring us um, relief from the work and the painful toil of our hands. And as you know, the story of Noah, um, God's going to curse. He's just going to curse the earth. He's had enough of violence. And as we enter into that idea of why doesn't God do anything about violence? Well, he did do something right away. He cleansed the earth with a flood and instructs Noah because Noah will actually obey God, mm -hmm. unlike uh, Adam or Cain um, and some other characters. And Noah actually builds this ark and it is uh, God's judgment, his cleansing. But through Noah, it becomes a, a, an ark of salvation yeah. where it expresses his love. And there's so much to the story, but... Um, I don't know, Matt, what do you, uh, do you have any, any thoughts on, uh, we just covered all the way to Noah and there's a lot to cover. There, yeah, there is a lot. Uh, some of the themes that I wanted to point out was, uh, the flood is like a baptism for the whole earth. And out of this flood, we see a cleansing of evil and out of it, we get a recreation, a new covenant with man that God establishes with Noah and his family and the earth. Mm -hmm. And uh, which is going to be great because this kind of ties into our New Testament reading, which we're about to jump into. But the other thing that I kind of wanted to point out is uh, when we're following lineage and genealogy through the Bible, just take note that they're not listing everyone that was ever born they're listing the people that are important to the story and so through Seth's line we're listing the people that carry the promise of God and so what we're seeing here in the genealogy from Adam to Noah are are the people that were important how do we get from Adam to Noah and so just keep that in mind as we're going through these readings that we are following the story of the promise that God has given to his people you have anything else for oh yeah well, a couple things. One is it's important to realize God created everything with boundaries. And as humanity broke those boundaries, mm. God said, I'm going to break some boundaries to them. Mm -hmm. And so he broke the, the heavens and the earth, which contained water. He opened up and said, here's what happens when God breaks the boundaries he set up. It's total judgment. And you need salvation from that. And then at the end of Noah's ark, God recreates everything. He says, I'm going to recreate. You're going to be fruitful and multiply. But he understands that things are different now. One of the things that jumped out was your relationship to animals are different. Now the animals are going to be scared of you mm -hmm. because you're going, to have, you're going to eat them. Right. Whereas the idea is before the flood, you could go up to any lion or any animal as if you're going up to a nice dog and it would have mm -hmm. trust for you. It's really cool. But now that's changed. You're no longer, you can eat anything you want on the earth, but he says, goes out of his way to say, do not kill one another because mm -hmm. he has to now. But this is to. the recreation and what emerges from Noah and his ark is uh, God reinteracting with a cursed earth, promising to never wipe out all that breathes through flood, maintaining some boundaries, um, even though man refuses to uh, obey those his boundaries. So... It's, it's pretty cool. That's where the story is in the Old Testament right now. And now we're going to move on to the New Testament reading. Our New Testament reading is going to cover Matthew 2, 19 through Matthew 4, 22. 
And these readings are surprisingly, it's pretty amazing. They, they really work together. And so you see John the, um, John the Baptist. Well, we'll start with Joseph. God mm-hmm. is breaking one more boundary. Even in the New Testament, he says, I'm coming to earth. God who lives in heaven is coming down to earth, which is a boundary that he's breaking for our salvation. And so uh, Joseph, who, if you remember that, well, we'll get to Joseph in the Old Testament, but he had dreams. He had dreams. And so now you have Joseph and Mary, and God is speaking to Joseph as namesake through dreams, warning him, guiding him, giving him his word. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joseph does what Noah did, and what's hard for us to do is trust. he trusted God in an impossible situation and had patience. And then the story goes to the introduction of John the Baptizer, John the Baptist. John the Baptist. And he comes and he says, I'm bringing uh, repentance, a baptism for repentance with water, mm-hmm. which is a lot like the flood. flood. Yeah, it's a lot like the flood. It says, I need to cleanse. You need to cleanse yourself to prepare for God now. Last mm-hmm. time it was, I'm going to cleanse the earth to wipe it out. And then I'm going to save. If you get in this ark and you trust me, um, Noah, I'll save, save you. you. This Your time family. he's yeah. sending Jesus Christ and John knows this. He goes, look, the ark now is going to be Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. This uh, baptism you need to have, but I'm baptizing with water. Right. Jesus is going to baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire, so, which is pretty amazing. And then the first thing Jesus says in the book of Matthew is, I've come to fulfill so, right, all righteousness, which means John says, why should you be baptized, Jesus? You're perfect. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, because the mission here is that I die with you. I go through the judgment of God. I go through drowning. I go through repentance. Though I don't deserve it, I'm identifying as human. I am human. Mm -hmm. And I have to start my ministry with death, with repentance. So baptize me, John. And then the cool thing is John baptizes him. And guess who shows up? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, a dove, descends. And we'll read this later in the book. Tomorrow we'll read in Genesis where Noah sends out a dove Mm -hmm. to see if it's uh, the the raft. Oh, we read that today. Noah sends out a a dove to see if the waters of judgment have receded. And when the dove returns with an olive branch, there's peace. And that means it's ready to go recreated. Jesus gets baptized. God sends, guess what? A dove saying, the waters of judgment have receded. My son is here. And then God shows up. So you got the Holy Spirit, you got the son, and you got God saying, this is my son with whom I'm very pleased, which echoes of creation. This is very good. Mm-hmm. And you can see the recreation of all things by the action of God in judgment and salvation. And it's really cool. John is bringing the flood, preparing the ark, and the ark's name is Jesus. And Jesus then uh, is baptized. He immediately goes into the wilderness. Yeah. Which is, there's so much to say here, but we'll just say it. I mean, there's so much, we'll, we'll hit it over and over again with uh, Exodus and the Israelites in the desert. Yeah. But Jesus then is baptized, identifies with death, and goes to the place of death, the wilderness, for 40 days and 40 nights. Nice. Which is exactly how long it rained for uh, Noah. For Noah and the ark. It rained 40 days and 40 nights, a time of testing. Who's mm-hmm. going to trust the Lord? And like Noah, Jesus goes into the desert and defeats all the accusations of Satan. Yes. Because Satan does the same thing he does in the garden. Mm-hmm. You can't trust God. If God said this, then you could, maybe God's holding out. And so Satan knows, Jesus knows. He goes, I know you know the plan of death here, and that stinks. How about you just feed yourself, save yourself? And Jesus says, 
He actually quotes Moses. He actually quotes Moses in defense uh, to all of Satan's accusations and tests. Jesus quotes Moses' response to the people of Israel whenever they came up with these same complaints, yeah. which is awesome. It's an amazing, it's an amazing tie, and uh, Jesus is basically undergoing all the temptations that the Israelites underwent in the desert, but he is defeating them. He's conquering these temptations. By the word of God, quoting right. Moses, saying, yeah. man does not live by bread alone. Right. Don't test That's the Lord your God, and, and I will only yeah. worship God. And so, uh, and then from there, you got Jesus uh, coming out of the wilderness, and he his first message is, repent, the kingdom of God is at hand, which means God is reigning now. Mm-hmm. Everything's been set up. There's been judgment, and now there's been salvation uh, already initiated by the baptism and testing of Jesus Christ. And so he's ready to do his mission, which is to go to the margins, go to places like Galilee, mm-hmm. where there's a mix of Gentile and Jewish, Jewish. Yeah. people, and to people like Simon and um, or Peter and Andrew, his yeah. brother. And he says, follow me. I'll make you fishers of men because his ministry is now beginning. He's a light in the darkness. Woo! These things work together beautifully. That's our New Testament reading. Yeah. And now we're going to move on to our Psalms and Proverbs. The Psalms. Oh, what's our music for the Psalm? That's right. Is that the music? I think I already changed it in the first episode. Psalms Psalm, are beautiful. Yeah, so we are covering Psalm 3 and Proverbs 1, 1 through 7. In Psalm chapter 3, uh, there are several things that are said that are just beautiful. Written by David. Uh-huh. But he goes, uh, my favorite, uh, I'll just read my favorite. Um, but you, O Lord, it's chapter 3, verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the lifter of my head. I cried aloud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept. I awoke again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of many thousands of people who have set themselves against me all. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Uh, your blessing be on your people. I love that because it's like whoever's against you, the psalmist gets it. Like he mm-hmm. understands anxiety. He understands enemies. He understands frustration. And he always calls out to the Lord. And that's the promise. We are the people of the promise. So we're the people who can who believe and cry out to the God um, who will protect us and save us and shield us. Yeah, and I think the circumstance that David's under is as he's writing this psalm is amazing. His son has just overthrown him. And this is all because of David's sin, the consequences of David's sin. So he is in the midst of consequences and he is still crying out to God for forgiveness, for salvation and blessing, which I find very encouraging and hopeful. Yeah, it's amazing. So, and then our Proverbs. Oh, Proverbs Proverbs. 1. I was going to say, what did we learn today, Matt? Um, Proverbs 1, I I think the main point of it is uh, he's introducing the the subject of wisdom Mm -hmm. and how we can become uh, wise, which is really applying knowledge, right? And he says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the fear of the Lord, that means not like we're scared of him, but we reverence and understand Mm -hmm. that, man, God is all powerful and all loving 
And so the wise person will not despise God's wisdom or instruction, but uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we begin. And so if you're even yes. listening to this, you already have enough fear. You already have enough understanding to say, hey, I want to know God's word. I want to know uh, how to live a complete life and not just live in one quadrant, you know, just the physical. And so Proverbs really is breaking that down. Like these are just little gems to say, hey, here's some just really applicable uh, wisdom. And uh, it begins with the fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord, man. All right. Well, any f the final thoughts are keep reading. Keep reading. The, the book is way it's way different than how it's uh, sometimes told. Like read the Noah account, read the creation, yeah. read. And, but remember, it's all about there's there's a seed of hope, and there's a seed of murder, mm -hmm. and the seed of murders is through Cain, and it always wants to kill your hope. Mm -hmm. So if you're feeling hopeless, remember we are children of God. We carry the hope that. Yes, there's judgment, but God has provided salvation in Jesus Christ, our Lord. God bless the reading, bless our time together, and bless our people and our friends. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You've listened to Fed by Ravens with Matt and Adam.